Radio V. Radio in TV. Radio in TV. Thank you, Jake. And we are back with another episode of Truth Serum. And we have um, we have a special guest in the studio. We have Miss Sally Richardson. You know how to... Oh, you better say Whitfield. Hit my husband. Oh, come yeah. Down here. He, Good he Lord. He's texting. Here. Yeah, you better get it right. He did it when he was on the <laughs> oh, show. See there? We're looking like twins. Let me make Look. sure my, my Todd's aren't out here. <laughs> She's awesome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, um, I was telling somebody that I, when I met you, it was during the basketball games, that the E-League, that... Dondre right, played Right, right. I was always at the games. Yeah. But you were uh, a rider. It wasn't just like sitting in the stands just watching the basketball. You'd be like, go, baby, get it. <laughs> go for the layup. I was like, she's always been real. It, well, you know, we're and we're also a sports family. You should see mm-hmm. me now at my daughter's games. Oh, wow. Because I'm... I'm loud. We don't know how to be still. Where she's so sick of us. I'm like, practice with it. Get your time in. Get your. Di-. I mean, yeah, we're a little. We're what does little. she play? She plays uh, fast pitch softball and basketball. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, our basketball family. Yeah, we can't help it. And bowling too. I was yeah, like, and bo- <laughs> I told Dondre, you got us banned from the bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting up in the bowling alley. <laughs> he has never been a punk though. I can tell you that. No, one. no, no. He ready to. Uh, but he's changed. He's changed. He's grown. Yeah, as a man. He, he ain't gonna just be fighting nobody. He'll fight you with his words. Yeah, he was very, very eloquent when he was yes, here. He spoke yes. a lot of you and highly of you. Jake, you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. How are you today? Good, Jake. Hi, Jake. This is Mrs. Sally Richardson Whitfield. Hello, Miss Sally Richardson Whitfield. How are you today? <laughs> I have a very long formal name. <laughs> it was so funny. We were watching I Am Legend the other day, and um, I was like, oh. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was a good one. That was fun to do. I love that movie. That's yeah. one of my favorite Will Smith movies. Yeah, it was fun. It, it's one of those movies. When I did, there's two movies. When I did Posse, which was my first mm-hmm. film, there was this huge sequence in it when the bar blows up mm-hmm. and I'm running and there's fire. So this is really my first movie movie, and that's when you feel like, oh, I'm in a movie. Yeah. Because there's explosions and danger near me, and um. I Am Legend, it was that kind of experience, too, but obviously on a much bigger scale because the the scene we did when we're going to the helicopter, there were so many extras, and I'm running into a real Black Hawk or something, you know, a helicopter that's going over my head, and it was just so, and so many extras and so many can't, it it just, you're going like, okay, I'm in a movie movie now. Yeah, it makes a difference, yeah. Well, you did a few of those because you were in Antoine Fisher. Yeah. You were it's something about those explosions, mm-hmm. though. That oh, make, those you know, mega movies. You got all that stuff going on, and you just go, woo, okay, this is a this is a movie. And how was Willow? Did you know Willow was going to be an artist at that no. time? Could you just... <laughs> no, at that time, she was just a little girl, oh, and okay. she hadn't done, well, she hadn't done anything, and she was really young, and it was a very interesting scene to do because we're literally, like, our car scene is on a stage, Um, (laughs) with a green screen and people shaking the car basically and she's in the back 
and the acting coach is feeding her line. So, like, I'd have to wait for him to say the line, and she would say the line, and then I would respond, and then you'd wait for this, and then she dropped the dog at some point. All you hear is a bump. Oh, wow. And she's <laughs> like, oh, I dropped the dog. <laughs> so it was... um no, she was just a kid. She was just a it's sweet little kid. It's funny to hear that because you see something and you think it, you can't. It's so one-dimensional for you, but there's so many things going on that you don't see, and it's like, right. And you're yeah. already in a big. Even though I knew, you know, I've known Will for a long time. It, you're still, you're in a Will Smith movie. He's now Will Smith, and and then there's all these other distractions of a dog, a kid, an acting oh, yeah. coach, a green screen, and it's a big movie. And it was just, it, it was not the you know, I don't know. You still did a great I job. I did, but you know, it's just it was just a lot going you on. You held it down. So what's interesting is that I put on my social media that you were going to be on the show, and you have all these this sci-fi following. I do. <laughs> because of Eureka. Uh-huh. So tell me about that. Let's talk about that, because a lot of people that are not connected to the sci-fi mm-hmm. world know what Eureka is, and I do, because I know Robin Latiker Johnson okay. at sci- the Sci-Fi Network, but I, I followed it, and I was like, she's like the star of a sci-fi show. I, You know, it's just one of those things you, I, I liked the part, got cast in it, and it lasted for a while. I mean, we yeah. had five seasons there, and um, now I'm, you know, I can go to Comic-Con anytime. Yeah, I, but we had some, I mean, Joe Morton's on the show, I right. mean, who still is one of my really good friends, love him. And it was a funny, it was a funny show, too. I think it, that's what people liked about it. It was right. funny, you had sci-fi stuff, um, and you had these really great characters. And I really feel like I grew up on that show. You know, even though I was already in my 30s going in, once you're the lead of a show and it goes on for a while, you grow as an actress, you grow as a person. Hopefully you learn how to be the lead of a show and don't right. become a jerk um, because, you know, how you are is how the show kind of runs. If you're, right. you know, if you're kind to people, hopefully, you know, the the rhythm of the show runs in a different way. So I think I just learned a lot of lessons and I started to direct the show there. So I, yeah, I, I so there were a lot of things that I got to do different and grow as a person. So now you're on a show called Stitchers, mm-hmm. and that's also sci-fi. It's a uh, right? <laughs> now it's ABC Family, right. which so it isn't like as as sci-fi as Eureka, but it's definitely that genre. Mm-hmm. And I'm the same kind of role. I'm like the head of this secret government organization, which is basically what Eureka was. Um, and, but what we do is we stitch into the consciousness of recently deceased people to to solve, solve the crimes. crime of how they of how they were killed. And I'm sort of the holder of the secrets. What's different with this is that I get to be, you kind of don't know if I'm good or bad. You don't know if I'm using these kids, if I care about these kids, really what the big picture of this. And that's what makes it, that that's what was interesting for me to do was that you, I'm a little, people are like on the fence about if I'm good or bad. And I like that. Your la- your last name is like French, is it? It's Jean it, Baptiste or something. Yes, like. um, Maggie Baptiste. Maggie Baptiste. Maggie Baptiste. So are you French on the show? I don't know. That's the name they gave me. I could be Creole. Who I've decided I'm Creole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that uh, that is something that comes up quite a bit, which is something that comes up with me. I have uh, Indian people walk up to me and ask me mm-hmm. if I'm Indian, and um, and I mean East Indian. I, I know what a name. Right. No. No. Is, right. But, right. Right. But so. For, look, my phone is blowing up. <laughs> what is, um, so what is your cultural background? Because the reason I ask is because when Dondre was here, was the day after he went off on Sandra Rose about her declaring that you're, you weren't oh, black enough. I know, I know. 
Um, <laughs> you know how you get yourself pulled in some Twitter uh, war oh, yeah. with somebody. I'm yeah. like, how am I even involved in this? Um, well, my mother's black and my father's white when okay. you just come down to it. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm a black woman. I grew mm-hmm. up with my mother, Marsha, who just, I just dropped off at the airport. If I showed you a picture <laughs> of my mo- mother, you'd be very clear on that I'm a black woman. Um, and though my father's white, and of course I don't shun my white side, that's, that's my existence, you know? Right. Just, you know, if, if somebody were to stop me and Andre or, or stop me, they're not gonna think I'm white. Right. So I still have to go around as a black woman. I don't get to show my white card if, you know, if I get stopped by some racist person, whatever, right. you know, I, I don't get to go, but wait, hold up. You don't have to hate me yet. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really white or, is it, you know. So, but I'm just, you know, I'm a black woman. That's what it is. And I know you are because you were very, you've been very vocal on social media about mm-hmm. social injustice and you've been very, very um, clear about what your, your stand is mm-hmm. when it comes to equality and fairness for all people. And so I, I was, I went in too because I was like, what? Because I'm Puerto Rican. And so right. for me, as a, I'm also a person of color who doesn't get to stay if the KKK rolls through here. And it just, it gets it gets tiring. It gets exhausting to always have to feel like you have to validate your your color. And you I know? think that that's why uh, when people ask me what is my nationality, I, I always know that they they trying to see if I'm mixed with something. Right. So that's when I'm like I'm black. They're like, yeah, but you're mixed with something. Nope. No. And then I start getting you know. Then you're ignorant. No. I'm just black because because then it's something. Yeah, but you're so pretty. But you speak so well, but but all these buts to me being black of why I couldn't be all black because of all these other things. So that makes me that that makes me stand up and and do my Angela Davis. Now I'm mad. Now now I need to show you all my blackness. And that is an insult. If you think that telling somebody, oh, you speak because it happens to me at the comedy shows all the time. Somebody came up to me the other day and was like, I was so impressed because you're so smart. And I was like, what, what does that mean? Like it means something. It, it, but, you know, sometimes they just, they, maybe they would have said that to somebody else, too. But we are, I think we've gotten so. Mm-hmm. I think we're oversensitized, too, that you couldn't just be saying, I really enjoy your intelligence. And you might say that to anybody. We're like, well, what does that mean? Because I'm stupid? Because I'm black? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Look at you schooling me. So you were, when I saw Posse. I was at, uh, I was already married and I had two children because my dad made me get married and, and have kids and I always wanted to be in the, t- the entertainment mm-hmm. business. But when I saw you on Posse, I saw somebody on television or and on the big screen that looked like me, Jake. And I was like, I can do it too. I was like, look at her. She is one of my people. <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing for sure. Uh, if Okay, like me, you know, obviously, like 99% of the people on TV look somewhat like me, at mm. least um, when I was growing up and stuff. I never had that, but I've talked to many people who have different backgrounds than I do that have that same kind of story right. that makes them feel like they can do it, too. Yeah, it was very, very, um, it was reinforcing because the one thing about you that I've always taken note of is that you're, you are a good actress, and I appreciate you know, that. Thank some, you. Some people slide through because they're pretty and they have or they have relatives in the business or they have nepotism is alive. But you've earned everything that you've had because of your chops. Like you really are. You you held your own with, you know, some of the greatest actors. And today, you know, Denzel Washington. I was like, Sally can go. <laughs> well, I've always wanted to be good. I don't know. Mm. And I never think. And I never, ever think it's good enough. I still don't think I've given 
like the my greatest performance yet. I know it's still in there, and I know that there, um, I've there's just things that I haven't let out yet. Um, right. And I, I was lucky to grow up, and I don't know why. And I think my daughter's even like this. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I don't know that I'm a, a, an attractive woman. That would be a hate when people that's stupid. Mm -hmm. But I didn't grow up knowing I was pretty. You right. know what I mean? I didn't grow up. That wasn't my. I just. I was kind of oblivious to it. It wasn't, I, wore, I, was, je I was a tomboy, I wore my jeans and my t-shirt, ponytail, pretty much like I am now. And it just wasn't the thing that I thought about most. And my daughter seems to be the same way. And so it just wasn't about that. And I'm glad, I'm glad, yeah. uh, you know, you, I, don't, I don't know why, but it, it's helped me. So actually, because I think knowing uh, your confidence comes from, a, from within, as as opposed to coming from without yeah, yeah. Which is, i always tell my daughter that when you're 90 nobody what are you going to do but right. you can be smart forever yes and your kindness yeah absolutely you keep saying kindness which is i we talk about this um just the other day that is it getting crazy where people are just mistreating others being mean it has become so trendy it's you know what we were just sitting here talking about this the football player who just uh yeah. punched that girl or slapped or whatever he did and um and it's it's both it's it's her thinking that she can just slap anybody mm -hmm. in a bar like it's okay i can do this i don't know why i don't know if it's because i'm I'm white and privileged, so I can just hit anybody I want to, or I'm drunk and I'm a woman, and this is what I do. And so, and then, so her lack of civility, and then now he, he's not been raised to know any better, obviously, and he doesn't know, he doesn't have that restraint. It's like, I'm just going to hit you back. You hit me, I'm allowed to hit you back. So you just have both people, him, of course, being much wronger, because you, you just, as a man, you have to, shut so it down and walk away but if you're 19 you haven't and, and haven't been taught the right you don't have those skills yet so uh, she's stupid for being aggressive and not think you know not thinking somebody's going to hit her back and i just both people um have lost a lot from that and it's from a lack of civility and kindness and some home training it's it's i don't know she said it we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back you know uh don't go anywhere and if you want to Give us a call. Call us at 855-878-4652. We'll be right back. Um, Faustino, and you were watching T Radio V. Do you see what I'm saying? It's television crossed with radio. It's all together. It's weird. Radio's in the middle of it. I, it's amazing. You're watching it. Go. Love and marriage. Love and marriage. I told you I would drop. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody out there? This is Crazy Bone. I am the bum, Keith G. And right now you're watching TRadioV.com. TV in radio. Yes. Radio and TV. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we're Marissa and Juliana Stove. The Stove Twins. And you're watching T-Radio V. That's radio in TV.
I'm Rob Hubel from Welcome to the Jungle. You're watching T-Radio V, aren't you? Radio on TV. Terrible idea. In TV. You shut up. <laughs> Use that one. <laughs> What's up? This is Josh Vietti, and you're watching T Radio V. Andy D on T Radio V. Bing bang, bing boom, right? Yeah. Andy D on T Radio V. Bobbity bibbity bobbity boo. Andy D on T Radio V. The Andy Dick Show, Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. on T-Radio V. Wow! But we'll do it, we'll do it better when, we, when the show actually starts. Yeah, no. I'm Zoe Williams. And I'm Dr. Mark Goulston. I'm Jeff Brown. And we make up the Zoe What Morning Show. You can find us here on T-RadioV.com every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I make you think. He makes you laugh, and if I get a chance, I'll help you change. Or make you cry with his attempts at humor. Radio in TV. Can you relate? We'll make it happen. Look at you. What you do? Were you mumbling to yourself? <laughs> hey, back there mumbling. To them. To them. So we're back. We're back with Sally Richardson Whitfield, Andre Whitfield. <laughs> he was he, that was in here. He was like, "Hey, that is a married woman." I was like, "Okay, okay," but she she built that name before she got married. I Sorry, know. and, it, <laughs> and people can help it. That's how they know me. You know, they do. So, how do you juggle being a wife, a mother, and the star <sighs> of a show? You know what? Sometimes I don't know. I was saying. Uh, I mean, literally. A few days ago, I felt like I was going to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> and Dante <laughs> said, well, what, what, why are you so? Because, you know, I'm sitting there getting the kids scheduled together and take it's it's a lot. Um, and I really can't give you that answer. Mm -hmm. I, I just though I I like if I'm not busy, that would be worse. I'm go crazy. Yeah. And I do feel a sense of accomplishment at the end of the week or even at the end of that day if I was able to juggle everything and do everything I was supposed to do. But believe me, after just going coming from um, New Orleans, I am. Oh, that's why you guys were there. Yeah, we were, we were at Essence Fest. And I'm just, and the week before it was the BT stuff. Yeah. And then the week before, I'm like, I am ready to just and are you shooting now your show no 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 we're just okay. airing but i've been doing a bunch of press for okay. it and i'm also been meeting with uh, a lot of people about directing mm -hmm. uh coming up so it's just been a sometimes when you're not working but you're hustling for the new stuff or, or all the projects that you're working on yeah. that is harder work than having your schedule for shooting okay i go in at this time i'll be done at this time right. i'm working on these days this week and I know when I can, what I'm doing with the kids, that's a set schedule. When you're on your hustle, 
to produce this, do this, develop mm -hmm. this and this and this, and you have meetings all over, that's when you get really, for me, that's when I'm actually busier and crazier. Yeah. Who's your role model? Who are your role models? You know what? I would really say, you know, as I've gotten older, I realized it was, it's my mother, oh, you yeah. know, and that's really who I am. My mother worked very hard. Um, I know I sound, obviously what she was telling me, I listened to because um, I, I can hear myself spouting it to my daughter. Mm -hmm. um, and it's why I work hard. It's why I'm neat and I'm clean and I'm on time and why I'm a micromanager, probably all the things that Dondre hates about me at the same time. Uh, and um, it's, it's the reason I work hard. It's, it's my mother. It was the example that she showed me. So it really has to be her. Oh, that's so sweet. And that's, it's awesome to hear that because I think that's what's missing so much now is that my mom and, and I have become recently have become like best friends. Mm -hmm. It took a long time for us because she was my mom for so long just to be able to identify all the sacrifices that your mom made for you. You know, it's just amazing. Does your daughter look? Does your daughter know that her mommy, mommy is a star? <laughs> she knows that I'm an actress. Mm -hmm. uh, and she finds it fun sometimes because she'll have, cause especially because I'm on an ABC family mm -hmm. show now. So some of her friends or people she'll know be like, oh, I like that new show Stitcher. She's like, well, that's my mom. Oh. <laughs> so she gets, but, you know, I don't really bring her, Dondre and I don't bring her around a lot of Hollywood stuff. We have right. friends who have kids who are in the business and she doesn't necessarily hang out with any of those kids. Right. Um, and when I look at some of the groupings of Hollywood kids mm -hmm. that are out there, I think it's the best thing in the world that she is not a part of that. Her life is a normal. She right. has a few friends whose parents are in the business, but she just has normal. Like right now she's at church camp for a week. Aww. And nobody in there is in the business. And she's not, that's, you know, she's not sitting on the set all the time. She knows that's what we do, but, you know, she gets to go to a premiere or two every once in a while. But, you know, I, I don't want that to be what she's consumed with. So you guys have been married for how long now? Uh, in September, it will be uh, 13 years. And then together, date, you know, 17 years, or eight, was that, uh, 18 years or something like that. 18 years. That's interesting. So now what you see is a, a lot, it's very trendy in Hollywood for people to try to couple themselves with other actors and other, other entertainers and this mm -hmm. whole power couple, which is a trendy thing to do. Everybody wants it. But you guys have actually been a real couple for many years. How do you navigate through the, the business as a couple? Like that is, because both of you guys are attractive. You guys, it's always an ugly one, but you guys, it, <laughs> <laughs> you guys went for the gusto. <laughs> He's Everybody so was for the gusto. I, you know what? I just don't. I think we both don't buy into that. This is about being famous. Right. I mean, do I want to work a lot? Would I like to be more famous to do more of the things I want to do and have more security for my kids? You know, and more perks. You know, it's fun, but I really do think of this at some point as a job. Right. And when I get home. I can walk in the in the house, full hair and makeup, take off my shoes, and as I walk in, the cat who's pissed in the corner here because she's getting old will remind me. As I walk in, literally in a gown, I'll be cleaning up something, yelling up, "Why didn't you put your shoes up?" And I go into full on home. I'm just a mom, right. and that's how I function. And it just all that I go and I have fun and do that thing, and then when that's off, I'm good. 
No, I know when I saw you BET Awards, you could I could tell that you were tired and ready to go home because I was too. <laughs> I was done. Suzanne was like, uh, "What are you doing?" I said, "I need a break. I need to sit down. I really need a nap, but I can't take a nap right here, so I need to sit down." Well, because I've done what I meant to do, mm-hmm. and then you're there, and there's all sorts of foolishness going on, and uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just foolishness. See, they got to stop it with these butts, I'm going to tell you. Oh, my god! Look, if they put one of these girls have got to stop it with the butts. Yeah, it, the butt implants. They've got awful. to stop. Because I'm going to tell you, at 50, that butt is going to look. And you can't take it out now. It's all going to be all stretched out. The only thing you can do is look fat. At the end of the day, you're going to just be fat. Because you're going to get more weight because you're older on top of that fake but there were a lot of fake butts. Listen, and they were presenting them like they were presenting a new, you know, like here I'm presenting my new butt. I, I know you know it's fake. Oh, I can't take it. I can't it, it take was, it. It's it looks gross. It, it looks, looks and it goes to your hips. It looks so you goes to your hips and your butt, and then it goes down to your ne- legs that are the normal size. <laughs> and then you have this big round. Uh, it's not even round. I don't even know what it is. It's it's just. And people are dying. They're dying as a result of these injections because a lot of them are illegal. Like a woman that worked at BET just died a few weeks ago. She went to somebody's house to get these injections. Why would you do that? And died. what are you thinking? I don't know. Just what? get some reg- regular titties. Go get some titties. You ain't got. <laughs> just get some titties. Have a baby. Is that going out of style? Just get some titties. Have you a baby? And yeah. Then- uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, I'm mortified. So how do you stay in such great... Every time I see you, you look great. You look in really good shape. I know you guys juice. <laughs> <laughs> we do everything. I, I'm, all, I'm constantly cleansing. But I have to tell you, I'm about to do... I saw... Um, I, I'd say ever since... You know, Dondra and I did the marathon, LA Marathon. Mm-hmm. I can't think how many months ago that was. I feel like it's maybe six, seven months now. And we trained so hard for that. That after that, I have just been really lazy and unmotivated, and um, it's time for me to get focused again and do a cleanse, and I I think that's it. I have a lifelong uh, commitment to health. So it's a lifelong commitment to health. Lifelong. We're coming right back with Sally Richardson Whitfield. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like Larry King. And uh, we're going to talk about what's going on in the world right now. So hey, before we do that, um, I didn't talk at all that segment, so I'm taking 40 seconds to play when I first thought that uh, Sally was just beautiful. Uh-oh. So, uh-oh, yes, sorry. Yes, I love it. Besides, I told you I don't like being second. Bye, baby. Told you I would drop you where you stand. Oh, you ain't talking shit now. Thought you were beat my ass. Want some of this low moccasin? Come on. is actually here right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have the white disease. What's Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Give me a 
I want to see like some a tiny intro. Give me some boom. Give me some boom, bro. This is gonna make us money. Ask Robert who his favorite celebrity animals are. Okay. <laughs> the animal lovers. All right, everybody, whip your out. Everybody, whip it out. We'll be right back. See now, it's just let's do a couple things. Ready? Action. Oh, monsters! Monsters! You. <laughs> oh, that means me. Take it's God, take your on the unreal good. mind. <laughs> to be honest with you, I like being down there a little more because my head was. <laughs> Candy corn monsters, boom! Hi, I'm Kristen Renton, and I don't know what I'm saying. We're this one's world, world animalist. Right here we go. Oh, I'll just. Unreal. <laughs> unreal wall. <laughs> I mean, unless you fake it, I had contest on night calls, and they were all peeing everywhere. Everyone's like, "Can I get another diet coke?" <laughs> yeah. We want to do more. Hey, my fellow thoughters out there, I'm Charles Shaughnessy. Check out my new show, Here's a Thought, with Charles Shaughnessy, August the 7th, 3 p.m. PST, right here on T-Radio V. Now, you know I have a lot to say, but I want to hear what you have to say. So tune in, grab your phones, call me, tweet me, email me in the studio, and let's get this conversation going. Here's a Thought, starting August the 7th, 3 p.m. PST, right here on T-Radio V. That's radio in TV. <laughs> Love Jake. Jake Jake is very tuned into my ADD, so he knows how to reel me back I love in. His I love his purple bandana. <laughs> Thank you. Look at that. You see how she makes men melt? That, that's what I haven't tapped into yet in this game. To, oh, please. To get me where I need to go a little further. I, I don't even believe that. No, I really am. Sometimes I'm just a little too, like, you, even Dondre, he's like, hey. I'm like one of the dudes. Like, I have turned I'm into. I'm one of the dudes, too. I, I, I have found a way to be both. I have to Because they know out. if I go play golf. That I heard about you. Yes, they know that I am one of the guys. Don't say nothing crazy to me because I will talk to you crazy back. I am from Chicago. So there's a, uh, it's a guy thing. But then, you know, when you got to. I heard you were. First of all, I heard about you playing basketball. I didn't know that you played basketball. I did. And that's why my, I, I'm like my daughter. I'm like, come on, you got to get this together. No. So. <laughs> You Please. can't sully the family name. <laughs> They're serious. You don't understand. They're serious people. So Dondre said that you were in madly in love with your son. And he was like, oh, my gosh. He just, he, he talked about that for a while. He is my uh, lover. He's my boyfriend. He's. Um, <laughs> How old is he? He's uh, six. Oh, yeah. And he is just, he is so cute. I just, yeah, just, you know, when people talk about, I just can eat him. He's just, he's so cute and loving. He's funny. He's got a really good sense of humor. He's very affluent. He just is, he just, he got me. I can't. So you guys are done. You don't want to have any more kids. What? You have a boy and a girl. And, yes. A My grandmother used to tell me, you and got I'm two hands. That's I'm too old to have. I think I would have had more kids if I had started younger, but, um. Yeah, I got a healthy boy and girl. There's no reason to uh No, I don't do ever want to hear you ever say I'm too well, old for anything. Okay, out here may look young, you but really inside um You a grown I, ass I, woman. Yes. So we don't need to have any more babies. We don't need to test fate. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. She's unapologetic about her 
that's the thing about her that I've always like really enjoyed is that she was she's always very honest. We sit. I remember we were talking about the Oscars, the year Halle Berry won that that year, oh, and I was like, she is so like real because everybody's so fake in this town. And I was like, I think it's a Chicago. I'm, I would and agree. I, and I'm not a good liar. I'm not. I don't feel like I don't. You know what? I just don't even feel like lying. Yeah. If you ask me, I'm like. Um, and if and if I don't like it, I don't want to say bad things about people usually. Right. So, but my face, I'll just be like, "No, they good." <laughs> so I try. I'm like, "Oh, my face! Let me push my face down." <laughs> Tell us about the Lena Horn thing, because I I thought that's when I always see an actress. Um, kind of you see the evolution of an actress when they become passionate about mm-hmm. a project and they say I'm going to do this and then they do it and they do it well and everybody was talking about the your your Lena Horn effort and your Lena Horn project or whatever so tell us what you did cuz you even went to crowdfunding for it yeah i did um that's how we got the money to do uh I did kickstarter to, mm-hmm. to get the money to workshop a play that i had written um in london okay. um by this playwright there and the play is is wonderful but then we hit some snafus with some people as we do in this business who were working with me uh and but i was able to do a few performances of Mm -hmm. a piece of it for the um african-american film critics awards dinner which was a great i read the reviews yeah just a million people there who you'd want to see it and then i started working with uh cole black uh Mm -hmm. uh, with With jeff Jeff clanagan up there to help me with you know because i wanted to be a play i wanted to be a movie you know mm-hmm. I've always dreamed of doing Lena and so right now we're kind of in another you know like we get it's just one of those things you know when you're doing your your dream project you're gonna go four steps and get kicked back two and then hopefully you can get three and maybe yeah. you can just get kicked out back once so now we're in another kind of stepping back trying to figure out what our next step is uh, but I'm hoping and knowing Mm-hmm. that you know it's just going to take time because i don't believe that there's any anybody out there who can be lena now there's some singers who might look like her um who can sing but, but i heard you i heard some music that you did oh no i can that's what i'm going to say i can there's a difference between i am an actress who can sing the hell out of some lena horn right. so just cuz you are a singer and you look like her doesn't mean that you can you can be her Right. And there's a difference, you know. You want I want a movie like you know, uh, Lady Sings the Blues. Mm-hmm. I want, I want, I I want to really honor this woman appropriately. And I think that Lena would want someone who could act and sing and look like her and all of you know. It's just one of those people who I just feel so close to organically mm. and. Um, and the first time I ever did her, I had people coming up to me going, oh, my God, I knew her. I knew her. You have, you, you are her. You have that energy. Wow. So, yeah, it's just my dream project. Do you want to direct it as well? No, no. I, I don't think that's something I want because I think that I would need that outside eye mm-hmm. to make sure. Because sometimes you think you're doing something you don't nece- you not necessarily are doing it. Mm-hmm. And I need that other eye to push me to the places where I say I haven't gone yet. And what's your favorite Lena Horn song? Um, she has, yes, Lena always did other covers. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I really love when she, uh, sings, uh, Yesterday When I Was Young, which is one of the songs I did for, for I I did for the Kickstarter. And, um, 
I mean, stormy weather is, is great, but she, she's done it a million times. But I, I really love when she, she does that. But she's done so many. She's covered every, every old classic there mm-hmm. is. Such an elegant lady. I yeah. love her. Like, and I she has her. this one song that I, I found some tape of it called uh, Independence. Mm-hmm. And you see the fire when she's singing this. Because she had the crazy eyes. Because yeah. she had this anger and this fire in it. And she sings this one song that I saw like on one of those live shows they taped. And she was such a beast in it. It just Every time I see it, it, it gives me chills. So when did you see Lena Horne and said said to yourself, I want to do this? Well, as a kid, <coughs> I always saw her growing up because, you know, um, Dorothy Dandridge, you know, everybody liked Dorothy, but Dor- Dorothy was not alive. I didn't, you know, I watched her when she got honored at the Kennedy Center. You know, I saw her on the Cosby show, you know, I, and that was in our house, you know, Lena Horne was like the most beautiful woman. So I grew up loving her, mm-hmm. but really the journey of wanting to do her so badly was when I was asked to perform as her for Halle Berry at the Genesee Foundation where they are honoring her. And they had me and Taraji and Wendy Raquel um, Robinson. Uh, Robinson come on. And I played Lena. Uh, uh, um, and uh, uh, Wendy played uh, Josephine Baker. Oh, that makes And Taraji played, um, uh, um, you know, Eartha Kitt. Oh, of course. Right. That's uh, That's perfect. So the three of us came on as those characters, but they had me as Lena really be uh, the hostess for the evening for that segment. So I would bring them out, and I gave this big speech to her, and then I s- sang Stormy Weather. And after that, that's when everyone came up, and they were like, oh, my God, how long have you been studying her moves? And I was like, uh, I don't know, like this week when I was practicing this song. <laughs> um, and that's when I was like, you know what? I've always loved her, and it became a mission from there. Wow. Do you have any questions, Jake? Yes, Jake. Yeah, my mic wasn't on. All right. Uh, so looking back at like some of your uh, like first original movies, like you have an incredible like series of like comedies and stuff. Did you think that you would do a lot of comedies, or did you think you would do dramas? Like when you first got started, like what direction did you think you would go? You know, I remember in the beginning, uh, I had some agent tell me that I was a TV actress. I would never do films. Um, yeah. Um, I didn't know. You know, I was just coming from Chicago and whatever job I could get. I Comedies really make me anything like half-hour shows, and that stuff makes me very uncomfortable because I do more hour drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and comedy, especially like I'm doing uh, – Next next season, um, Real Husbands of Hollywood, because mm-hmm. Dondre is on is one of the new castmates. So I came on and do a few episodes, and it's just not my mm-hmm. normal place to be. And then they want you just to ad lib and bring. I'm like, oh lord, write the joke down. I can, I you know, because <laughs> I'm sarcastically funny. Mm-hmm. In real life, I can. I'm pretty quick. But once you put the pressure of be funny, this needs to be funny, I kind of freeze up. Right. So I don't know what that is. Dondre's really good at just being off the cuff. Um, Especially but, when um, you're surrounded by people who all they do. Right. Is, so I'm waiting to, you know, I'm, I'm like I'm waiting to try. And then they all go, oh, yeah, that, that's not. But in, in, you know, obviously you being a comedian, you have to be fearless and not care if you look stupid or if it right. don't land. And um, I'm a little more measured than that. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure to fit when the jokes don't land, especially in that setting, because in stand-up, you can just move on to the next joke. 
But when the scene, when you drop the joke on the scene, it's like you gotta, you have to like weather it, the storm, and it's yeah, it can be even for comedians, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Listen, and you got Kevin Hart there. You got like the yeah. funniest guy in in the world right now. You know, right, giving you a joke, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh you know, I'm sure they just unleash you. You'll oh. be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll be right back. Do you have any questions? 855-878-4652. You guys always tweet them, and then, and then it's too late. It's too late. Jake, <laughs> they can just call. Uh, yeah, but that's not the world we live in anymore. No, People they tweet just... me the questions, and I'm like, I don't know, later, she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, the replay's already up, and like um, they're asking questions. So silly. Yeah, they do that all the time. They'll, start, they'll tweet me like... What's up? It's Tom Logan the house, and you're tuned into T Radio V. This is Quick Fix Radio. Quick Fix Radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out, y'all. We back in the building. What's yes, going on? Sir, what it do? We got some super guests, super special guests up in the place. In man. the building, we got all five live in the building. Bone Thugs in the building. All everybody. Five yeah, we live here. In the we house. up in here tonight, y'all. Now what's going on? Hey, man, I had I had to come see what this TV radio one, what this all about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got game on the line. Game, what's going down, baby? What up? What's up, Kevin? What's going on? Oh, man, we got EPO. Who's this on the phone with us? Yo, what up, man? It's Akon. Oh, Akon, what up, man? Who is this on the line? It's Be Real. We got oh, Be Real. Be oh, Real. Yeah. Yeah. What is we got on the line? This is Ty Dollar Sign right here. What up, Ty? Ty Dollar Sign in the building. Thanks to all the fans for stopping by. The Quick Fix with Crazy Ball. Right here on T Radio V. What's up, y'all? It's E Don. And I'm Dave Pink. And we are the hosts of the Real Talk Show that airs every two. You so serious? Real life, <laughs> real topics, real subjects. Shop Talk, Diva Pink. Yes. Real people. Taking over. Your Which homie Don Juan providing the vibes. Oh, yeah, he does every week. Oh, man, we What's need y'all to tune Juan? in every Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 7. T Radio V. Radio and TV. It is radio. Radio and TV. <laughs> You're crazy. Let's do another one. Yo, what's up? What's up? This is Too Short, and you're watching T Radio V. gets me through so i want to know what's what's next for you because you seem very goal oriented and like what's the next five years look for you look like for you what do you want to do well um depending on what's happening with the show uh either i'll be on that for the next five years mm -hmm. or uh have a series that's on um that's works well for my family mm -hmm. and and sending them to private school yes. um Trust directing me. more like uh, at least, you know, getting really starting to direct more network TV. Mm -hmm. I, I see that kind of as my next step, next mm -hmm. evolution in my career. I really love to do it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, at a certain point, 
you know, you just have to have some other things you can do. And hopefully getting uh, my Lena project off um, off the ground. So those are my three are things three, besides yeah. uh, being mommy and keeping my kids happy. You say uh, directing. You, do you want to direct the feature? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, um, I, I want to do it all. Yeah. You know, I, I for some reason I like doing TV. I like the puzzle of right. it. There's a different puzzle to doing uh, a movie from. But uh, so I'll, I won't just say TV then. It, it's just to direct more and more because I think it's something that um, I have a, another gift for, and you know want to have the opportunity to uh, show that. I um I know Ava DuVernay has been celebrated a lot for her Selma movie, but I've been watching her stuff mm-hmm. before. Um, I had a deal with Image, and so I used to get the movies, and I came across this movie that you did called I Will Follow. Mm-hmm. Was that? that was her first feature. And um, I could relate to what was going on in the movie at the time that the movie came. So I cried so much watching that movie because I was like, the journey of a woman you know it doesn't matter what if a woman is a doctor a lawyer an actress a comedian the journeys the journey of a woman is is met with the same opposition no matter where she is and i was like that was like your castaway because you were like in that movie Mm -hmm. most of the time by yourself i mean omari hardwick was in there but yeah basically i'm in the house by myself as these people come in to visit me while i'm packing up my aunt's house yeah who's, who's died of cancer and so how was that experience for you as an actress? Because I was like, Ava's been doing this for a while. Like, Selma is like my least favorite Ava DuVernay movie. Well, I mean, but really a while, but not that long. Right. I mean, from where she went to, from I Will Follow, which has been maybe um, five, four or five years, mm-hmm. to go from that being your first film to now, five years later, you have Selma. Right. That's been nominated for Academy Award is a tiny little window she has done amazing things um but it was um it was great i have no problem doing you know uh you know we got a hundred dollars a day and i would spend my money half the time on craft service because i couldn't stand that we didn't have good food i said well this hundred dollars ain't gonna help me i'll just go to costco and get some more uh food so we can feed people properly um but it was a it was a family thing i didn't have no dressing room we were all hair and makeup me we were all in one bedroom hanging out and, but it gave me an opportunity to begin to show what kind of actress I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get to, there aren't that many great roles for women of color, especially when I get to be in every scene, all these different colors, you know, romance, sadness, you know, just all these different things. So it was a great uh, gift, uh, mm-hmm. even though you don't know that at the time, this is her first film, I, you know, she's thinking I'm giving a gift to her by helping her, but at the same time, she gave me a great gift by having the opportunity to do something good, to do something really good, to do a really good piece. And that's, you know, though I do this to make money for my, you know, for me and my family, at the same time, I also do it to be fulfilled as an artist. So it was an opportunity to fulfill that. It was amazing. I, I, watched, I own that movie. And I, I don't, I'm not just saying that because you're here, but I was like, women... Uh, it, it was just very, very transparent. And it was like the vulnerability and the, the, the thought process of a woman when she's faced with adversity is very interesting sometimes. And just to watch that, I, I tell you, I cried. I watched it over and over again. And I was like, this is my life. It's so funny. It's so hard to, I can never see that movie and enjoy because I'm in it. Right. 
because I can't get out of it. So I'm like, all I'm looking is, oh, I should have, I should have did this here. Oh, I should cried there more. You know, no. like, you know, you just have these. I did the crying the for thing, you. You know, <laughs> it was therapeutic yeah. for me. You know, I watched it and it was, it actually helped me through something mm-hmm. that I was going through at the time. And I was like, wow, this, this was, I'm not alone. I'm not the only person that mm-hmm. has, because being lonely and alone are two different things. And that right. movie was so, so it was just, it was really, I thought I wanted you to know that. Cause I, the last time I saw you, I was going to tell you, I was like, that movie just, I got it all out. It was a detox for me. Oh, that's great. Thank you. So who else do you want to work with? You've already worked with Will Smith and <laughs> Washington and uh, who's I on never, your list? I, it's always so hard. I don't know. I just want to keep I never have particular people in mm-hmm. my mind I just want to keep working and uh I just don't want to work with bad people right you know honestly and that's really a main thing I, I if you tell me some people and I think they're bad I'm not gonna be in it right because all you can do is is make me bad you right. know if, if it's like playing tennis you're a better tennis player when you're playing with someone who's at least as good as you or better so I, I, I just kind of go, if I look at the list and I go, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a little, uh, uh, that's really my gauge. If I'm excited about working, it doesn't have to be a particular person. It's just, um, if I've seen your work and I think you're really good and great, then I want to be a part of it. So what, what are you going to say when your kids tell you they want to be in the business? I'm like, good. Yeah. I, I enjoy what I do. I, you'd have to really want to, I mean, and I'd have to think you're good. I'd have to go, okay. Because, I mean, you see some people and you're like, hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is going to work out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my kids are attractive kids as far as, you know, looking visually fine. I think they could do it. But I would want to know that it is a true passion and dream and you're going to work and do everything because it's not about just being cute. Right. Even though that works for some people. You have to study and you have to be free and you have to be willing to struggle and know that it's going to be really hard. And if they have, you know, if they're ready to put in that work, then I, that's what I want you to do. All right. So we'll cut real quickly to our little I'll say it for you segment. And okay. Come back and close the show. But um, she touched on it earlier. So my I'll say it for you today is dealing with this issue with young women hitting young men and uh, young men are hitting back. And I think as the mother of a daughter and a son, as much as I tell my son to keep his hands to himself, I tell my daughter as well, because there are some young men out there who haven't been taught not to hit a young lady. So you young ladies that are out there thinking that it's cool to hit on a guy, especially one that's six foot four, 220 pounds, that runs a uh, a 4'2 in the 40, that lifts weights five times out of the week, you have to be ready to deal with the consequences. Everybody out there is not equipped to deal with that. That type of conflict in a diplomatic manner so I will say I'm not in favor of domestic violence a lot of you are on my Facebook page arguing and telling me that you know you're mad about my post because I said the, the headline should read a young lady hit a young man and he hit her back don't just highlight the young man right. hitting her because he was being provoked so uh, stop touching people nobody has the right to hit someone else you're not allowed to hit me. Yes, sir. <laughs> she said allowed. it for you. You can't hit nobody. You yeah. can't hit people and then be mad that they hit you back. Yeah. Of course he shouldn't hit people. He shouldn't hit. He's a man. You can't hit a woman. But come on, y'all. You, you can't hit. You, nobody should be putting hands on anybody. 
Yeah. So you got mad at Whoopi Goldberg when she said it, and oh, you is got that mad. what you said? Yeah, she said you, when the the guy on the train, this this guy on the train, he kept avoiding these girls, and the girl she turned around and slapped them in the back of the head. She punched him in the head. He turned around and and just slapped her in the face, and it was it was really ugly. He went to jail, and then they went back and looked at the footage, and they pressed charges on the girls because they were like these girls were this was outrageous. They would not they hit him with a shoe. Him, they wouldn't leave him alone. Yeah. And, and what is wrong? with these girls what is wrong with you yeah that keep your hands to yourself yep you see that that some people don't have don't have the as you said the home train. it's not even home at a certain point what do you want somebody if you keep following somebody yeah and pushing them and pushing them and pushing them what you know people even the best person may get to a breaking point so so she said it for us. She Jake. sure did. I, I can't it. help it. I, I can't love help. it. Mm-mm. So tell people where they can find you on social media because you're active on social yes, media. Yes, uh, at Sally Richardson on Twitter, which is S-A-L-L-I Richardson. And then on Instagram, it is Sally Rich Wit. S-A-L-L-I-R-I-C-H-W-H-I-T. And you're on Periscope, right? I am on Periscope, but that's the same thing, as you Twitter. know, Yeah, as, as Twitter. Yes, I've been trying to do that more. People like that. Yeah, they get to see you and interact with you. But you got to be careful. I'm always warning people. I'm like, I'm going live. Don't say nothing crazy. (laughs) I can't change it. Don't curse. (laughs) And where do people find out more about you, Ida? Uh, Funnyaida.com. And that's where my tour dates are. I will be in Miami this weekend performing at Homefield Comedy Club. Headlining. So come on out, Miami, and check your girl out. And then I'm going off to Atlanta to do this play for BET. All right, cool. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> Will you fly me in so I can see I want, I want you? I'm going to be that opening night. <laughs> I want to fly you in to be the star. <laughs> I got to get my stock Since up. Since we're twins today, you can just be me, okay? Just be me. <laughs> well, so they tried to get somebody else to come in. I was like, no. <laughs> Jake, what about you? Uh, for me, you can uh, always follow me at uh, Jake. GTA, that's Grand Theft Audio, which you can catch here on T Radio V tonight at 7 p.m., um, episode two. So come on by and check it out. Thank you for tuning in. Um, thank you, Sally, for thank being here. Thank you for having so me. So refreshing to hear um, you, actresses with substance, um, something to talk about other than how cute I am. <laughs> I'm going to get my butt implant uh, <laughs> next week. Let's go together. Let's go together and get a big butt. I'd rather go drink some <laughs> juice. <laughs> they look deformed. <laughs> they, I'm telling you, at 5055, it's going to be a hot mess. <laughs> hot mess. If they live. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Bye, everybody. Thank Stop you. texting, tweeting me about Sally. She's married. She got a man. <laughs> and he crazy. <laughs> You are watching T-Radio Me, Radio MTV.